You're listening to Colorado Sportscast Podcast. This is the Mortcast featuring Jeff Morton. Now, here's your host, me. What is up, everybody? Thank you for joining me today on the latest CSG podcast. I am your host, Jeff Morton. Um, this is, of course, the Mortcast. Um, I had a whole bunch of plans for a particular um, Mortcast today. Uh, I was going to talk about the Nuggets clinching the uh, um, the Northwest Division title, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, that's. It's kind of like it's it's not it's not the greatest of achievements in the sense that it's just a division title. The Nuggets have eleven of them. Um, I think it's more impressive to see where they were before and where they are now, and going from out of the playoffs to se- you know second, third, or fourth in the uh, conference is pretty you know pretty impressive. So, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. I anticipate them uh, resting a whole bunch of players uh, down the stretch here. Um, and we'll see what they do with that. I'm, I'm kind of curious to, to see how Michael Malone rests the players leading up to the playoffs, and then we'll see who the Nuggets end up playing. Uh, but I kind of wanted to make this podcast about um, the recent, and well, as of last night, the announcement that former Denver Nuggets uh, Bobby Jones will be enshrined in the Naismith Hall of Fame. Um, and it's funny, I, I told my father this morning, um, that Bobby Jones was inducted and his, his reaction to me was, oh, I thought he was already. And I think that kind of encompasses the, um, kind of the sentiment of a lot of people is that Bobby Jones was the first sixth man of the year, kind of a super sixth man before it was kind of an award. In fact, he was the first by, you know, he was the first sixth man of the year award recipient. Um, and he was, but when he was with the Denver Nuggets and that was when he was with the Sixers. So he played for two teams, the Denver Nuggets drafted him or quote unquote, they kind of drafted him into the ABA, but he was really just signed away from the, from the NBA in 1974 out of North Carolina. Um, and he, really was the catalyst, uh, the, the first catalyst to turn um, a, a good Denver Nuggets team into a great Denver Nuggets team. Uh, his rookie year, the Denver Nuggets in the ABA won uh, 65 games. Uh, then uh, That was also um, Larry Brown's first season as head coach uh, and Doug Moe's first season uh, as assistant coach. And I believe that that team uh, had featured Ralph Simpson, um, God, who else was on that team? Um, yeah, Ralph Simpson. Well, Ralph Simpson was the second star. I mean, it was Bobby Jones and Ralph Simpson that first 74-75 season. And that team surprisingly, and Byron Beck, um, and that team surprisingly uh, lost to the Indiana Pacers in the Western Division Finals. Um, that year, uh, Denver was by far the favorite to win. They had mowed through the ABA and Bobby Jones was scorching. I mean, he had great rookie campaign. Um, and it was, uh, one of those things where everyone was surprised when uh, in game seven, the nuggets, 
the Nuggets uh, kind of faded down the stretch against George McGinnis, a future Denver Nugget, who figures later on in the Bobby Jones story. Uh, we will uh, talk about that later. But George McGinnis and the Indiana Pacers um, knocked the Denver Nuggets out of the Western Division Finals, and then the Pacers would go on to lose to the Kentucky Colonels and Dan Issel and Artis Gilmore, um, which in the 75 ABA Finals. Now, the 76 year was, I mean, I consider to be the peak, really the peak of the Nuggets to start at 1974. Um, 75-76, Dan Essel is acquired through the most securitous route uh, possible in ABA history. It's one of his story of going from the Kentucky Eternals to the Denver Nuggets is one of the more wacky ones in basketball history. And uh, uh, read my article on it uh, that I wrote for Mile High Sports a couple years ago. Um, uh, I will link to that on Twitter if you guys want to read that article again. And the Nuggets managed to lure away David Thompson, who was signed by the Atlanta Hawks. Um, And in fact, the Nuggets had lured both he and the previous year and uh, Thompson that year and Marvin Webster away from the Atlanta Hawks. Um, the Atlanta Hawks had some hard luck there, and uh, they, you know, the Nuggets signed David Thompson, which turned out to be a boon, and getting Dan Issel, who was a great player for the Kentucky Turtles, to come in. And the Nuggets of 1975-76, which proved to be the last year of the ABA, were a powerhouse. Um, they were, that year, by far, without question, the best team in the ABA. Much like the year before, but only this year, that only this team was better. Um, and now, the, one of the, the one of the things people discount the last year of the ABA was that um, a bunch of teams, I believe, four teams folded either before the season, during the season, or right after the season. And it was a it was a mess. The ABA was falling apart. Uh, a lot of that was instigated by the Denver Nuggets and the New New York Nets, who made a quiet deal to enter into the ABA in NBA uh, in uh, the start of 1975, and were basically court ordered to stay uh, in the ABA. Um, a bunch of ABA teams resented the Nuggets and the Nets. Uh, it was a mess, and on negotiations uh, continued because a lot of what. Um, uh, was keeping the leagues from merging in a substan- substantive way was the uh, lawsuit, uh, the Oscar Robinson lawsuit, the antitrust lawsuit against the NBA uh, to really instigate what became uh, free agency in the NBA. Um, and the until that was resolved, nothing could be done with the ABA. The Nuggets and the Nets tried to do a back backdoor deal, basically. Carl Shear figured prominently in that, and uh, they were made to stay. So the Nuggets and Nets played the most awkward season, but really good season of of ABA basketball in what turned out to be the final year of the ABA, year number nine. Um, the teams. Uh, the the Nuggets were so good, and a lot of that featured Bobby Jones. Um, Dan Issel told me uh, on a podcast that he they would just put Bobby Jones on the best player on the opposing team, and they knew that he would shut him down. 
Uh, he was tenacious, extremely, extremely good at what he did. Uh, Bobby Jones became uh, his his uh, nickname became Secretary of Defense when he was with the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, but he was the same way when he was with the Nuggets, although he scored more when he was with the Nuggets. He was more of a scoring option. A uh, guy who did spectacular dunks, um, really flying, and he would fly down the court uh, and soar through the air and, and just dunk, and a lot like David Thompson. Um, the Nuggets were a spectacularly talented team that really, really was tearing through the ABA. In fact, they got off to an even better start in 75-76 than they did the previous year when they won 65 games. Tailed off a bit um, down the stretch and ended up winning 60 games and went on a collision. And one of maybe the best series in Nuggets history, um, their first Western Division uh, finals against the uh, um, Kentucky Colonels, uh, Dan Nussel's old team, and Artis Gilmore. Um, well, it's one of the great lost series of in, in Nuggets history. Uh, it was a hotly contested, extremely physical, um, yet high-flying and high-scoring uh, ABA tilt that really figured mightily into uh, shaping what was almost shaping what was to become the Nuggets legacy. Um, there was controversies. There was brawl. There was a brawl. There was, I mean, it was just insane. The thing had it all. And the Nuggets prevailed in seven games uh, after pulling away from the, from the Kentucky Colonels in game um, seven, winding up to the Nuggets starting their series against the new New York Nets. Uh, Dan Nissel tells me that uh, he knew that they were going to lose a series after game one. That's where they lost the series uh, against the Nets. Uh, Dr. J hit a corner shot to uh, at the buzzer to beat the Nuggets. Um, then when the Nuggets basically had come back all the way, tied the game uh, and in, a, in, a, in a good, in, you know, Really fought back because they were down by it wasn't they weren't by down by much. The, the Nuggets were basically down by six points at the most in that game. They fought all the way all their way back, uh, all their way quote unquote against the uh, Julius Irving uh, led New, New York Nets and uh, John Williamson, who will figure in big time in Game Six. And uh, Bobby Jones had uh, not his best series. Bobby Jones was draped over um, Dr. J like a cheap suit, and Dr. J was still torching the Nuggets. I believe he had 42 points in Game 1, which it, it was just a spectacular performance. And in fact, he had a spectacular series. Um, really, truly, he deserved the MVP award for that series. Um so the series goes back and forth. Um, the Nuggets win Game Five, um, and the Nug- and the teams go- come back to Denver for. Excuse me, the Nuggets win Game Four. They lost Game Five, and the scene. Then the teams go back to uh, New New York for Game Six. Um, at one point, the Nuggets were up by twenty two. I think twenty two points in the third quarter uh, against the Nets, and then John Williamson. 
who was the point guard for those. I think he was actually, no, he was not the point guard. Brian Taylor was the point guard of the Nets. It was, uh, he was their shooting guard, decides to clamp down on David Thompson, uh, who up to that point had was just completely dominating uh, the New York Nets. <clears throat> Issel uh, and Thompson, uh, Thompson had 40 points and 10 rebounds. Issel had 30 points and 22 rebounds. All right. That tells you something right there. Uh, and Bobby Jones had was scored less, but he, he was just being exhausted by having to dart Chuck to Jay the, the whole uh, time. And what happened was the Nuggets end up losing the lead because largely because John Williamson's defense on David Thompson uh, in the second half. And uh, the Nuggets end up losing by the game by five or six points. Uh, New York wins the final ABA championship, and both teams, along with Indiana Pacers and San Antonio Spurs, merged into the ABA, in, excuse me, the NBA, and uh, history lost the Spirits of St. Louis and the Kentucky Colonels um, to uh, the Ether. Uh, the players dissolved into the NBA and, uh, Artis Gilmore went to the Chicago Bulls. I believe Marvin Barnes went to the Philadelphia 76ers, I think. No, 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 he didn't. He was out of the league by then. Sorry. Arguing with myself here. Um, so the, 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 the NBA, NBA teams were not expected to do much of anything in the start of the 76, 77 season. Um, and by and large, it was true. Uh, the other three teams were kind of scuffling to, to begin the New Jersey, uh, the, the New York Nets had to go to New Jersey and in a deal with the Knicks, they were really put behind the eight ball and were a terrible team coming in and they lost Dr. J and a move that really crippled them. The Nuggets stayed almost entirely intact and entered into the league as a team that had just won 60 games in the ABA. What people forget about the ABA is, although those teams were still, uh, like a bunch of teams were folding as the year was going on uh, in the ABA, what had happened was the the, uh, other teams absorbed other players. So the teams that were left became hyper-concentrated, elite, talented teams, uh, filled with great players off of of teams that had folded. And those six, seven teams that remained in the ABA uh, were all good teams. And that really heightened the competition. So the Nuggets entering the, the uh, NBA in 1976 were an extremely talented team, arguably now with three Hall of Famers on, uh, on that team, you could argue was the most talented team in Nuggets history. The Nuggets torched through the league and won 50 games. Uh, they were second in the uh, Western Conference to the Los Angeles Lakers, who won 53 games. Um, and the team that won the title that year was the third team in the conference. Um, by the time, um, this just, it, was, it was surprising to everyone, and that's. And I spoke to, uh, if you guys check out my uh, podcast with uh, the author of Adam Cribley, the uh, uh, author of Tall Tales and Short Shorts, 
Uh, he described that Nuggets team as as one of his favorite teams of all time. It was it was the in your face. We prove this. You're wrong. NBA team. And Bobby Jones took his game to a different level in the 76-77 season, um, despite dealing with a couple injuries. Uh, this is where some the complicated history of the of Bobby Jones and the Denver Nuggets starts rearing its head. Bobby Jones had a heart problem, along with some uh, lung issues related to asthma. And it was because Denver's the way it is, it was starting to impact his health. And uh, there was some worry that he would start dragging. And, and it started basically rearing its head a little bit during the 76-77 season. Bobby Jones still had a spectacular year. Um, and it was one of those, it was one of those, um, it was one of those situations that you think if there was a, an award for defensive player of the year that it wasn't kind of biased towards certain players, Bobby Jones would have won that. Bobby Jones was great, and he was still high-flying and uh, basically a heart and soul of the Denver Nuggets, a very kind man, very generous man, but someone who played hard on the, on the basketball court, and he was beloved in Denver, absolutely beloved. Uh, the, the, the city embraced Bobby Jones, like they embraced David Thompson, who was the superstar, and Dan Issel. It was it was a the, the Nuggets led the NBA in attendance their first season in the NBA. Led the NBA in attendance. In fact, they would lead the NBA in attendance the following year. Uh, the Nuggets end up losing to Bill Walton's uh, future champion um, Portland Trailblazers, and going into the 77-78 season, the Nuggets were, believe it or not, the favorites heading into that year. Um, Portland ends up winning 58 games. The Nuggets end up winning 47, which is a little less. Uh, one of the reasons the Nuggets only won 47 was Brian Taylor, uh, formerly of the New York Nets, um, quit on them middle of the season. The Nuggets had by far the best record in the NBA, and Brian Taylor just decides to said, uh, screw you guys, um, went out on a contract dispute, and... Uh, I asked Dan Issel about it, and Dan Issel said uh, Brian Taylor was a little weird, um, and that's his memory of Brian Taylor. Um, and it really kind of halted the progress of the team because they didn't have a point guard, and they ended up having to go with the backup as their first point guard. So the Nuggets and Bobby Jones entered into that season in a, in a way that started great and kind of tailed off, and they were a better team than the Seattle Supersonics that year. Um, the Portland Trailblazers lost uh, to the Sonics in that season, and the Nuggets uh, had beat the Milwaukee Bucks coming into uh, that round of the playoffs, and the Nuggets were the better team. Uh, I believe Seattle had won 46 games that year, right around there. Um, And what had happened was uh, the Nuggets ran out of steam again, and they they lost game two. Uh, in Denver, and they never recovered. And it just, it, they were behind the eight ball after that, and things kind of fell apart. Well, coming to the end of that season, Bobby Jones had racked up an impressive, piled up a lot in the, in the stat sheet, um, was the heart, as I said, the heart and soul of the Nuggets team. Uh, if you ask Nuggets fans, they, they point to the offseason of, of 1978 as the 
as the end of the what they considered to be the golden era of Nuggets basketball. Um, Bobby Jones' health health issues had kept getting worse throughout the 77-78 season. There was the Nuggets were really concerned that something was going to happen to Bobby Jones. Carl Shear uh, was really concerned about it, and they didn't really know how to deal with it. And they, in consultation with Bobby Jones, uh, they decided to move on from Bobby Jones to move Bobby Jones to the Philadelphia 76ers for the guy who knocked them out of the 1975 um, ABA playoffs in George McGinnis. Uh, by that time, George McGinnis was fat and lazy and basically um, played half a season, was perpetually injured, uh, had some good moments, but it really, really, the 78-79 season was when Larry Brown quit midway through the year. Carl Shear has said repeatedly, and with good reason, that the worst basketball decision he has made was trading Bobby Jones uh, during the offseason in 1978. Honestly, uh, you can really agree with that because it was one of the worst trades in Nuggets history. Um, it really derailed that team. Uh, they ended up making the playoffs in 1979 and losing to the uh, Los Angeles Lakers in uh, the first round, I believe. And it just wasn't, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good thing. They really lost that trade. And the bad trade ends up being a good trade as McGinnis ends up getting traded for Alex English uh, when they traded him back to the uh, Indiana Pacers in 1979. Um, but Bobby Jones went on to have a spectacular career with the Philadelphia 76ers. Spectacular. Um, Bobby Jones, you could really identify Bobby Jones with the Sixers. He played there for eight years, uh, was eight times um, uh, all-NBA uh, defensive player, um, and just became, that's where he became the super sixth man and helped the uh, Sixers win a title in 1983. That Sixers team was from about 79 to 83 was perpetually in contention. Um, the loss to the Lakers in 80, 80, uh, 1980. Um, and just was one of those things where they were a complete team. They had Dr. J, um, Mo Cheeks. It was a, it was a great Great Sixers. Uh, Billy Cunningham was their coach. Great Sixers team. And Bobby Jones had a ton to do with it. Moses Malone was the center in 1983 when they won the title. Um, that's the faux, faux, faux thing. Um, I, think that, I think that Bobby Jones can look back at his career with a tremendous amount of pride uh, with what he accomplished and what he did uh, with both the Sixers and the Denver Nuggets. Uh, the Nuggets... Took them a while to recover, but then they went into another golden era uh, in the mid-80s. And Bobby Jones was one of those guys that you just, it, it, it's hard to, I mean, you can take a look at highlight packages of him and it doesn't do him justice because he did so much more. Bobby Jones did so much more. And the Nuggets, when they traded him in 1978, uh, lost, as I said, their heart and soul. 
Um, you ask fans from around that time, and they say that uh, that team was never the same, and it's absolutely true. Well, congratulations to Bobby Jones. Uh, congratulations on your long overdue election to the, the Naismith Hall of Fame. Uh, the, I'm sure longtime Nuggets fans who remember you, I never saw him in person, but I know people who do, and they speak reverentially about Bobby Jones and his time with the Denver Nuggets. Um, we wish him well, and we hope that when he goes into the Naismith Hall of Fame, he remembers his time with the Denver Nuggets fondly. All right. I'll be talking to you guys later, and I believe the next CSG will be in a couple days, and we'll get you ready for the playoffs. Have a good one, guys.